<laughs> and they point their fingers and accuse us of being, uh, wow. <laughs> Greetings in the name of the Most High, yes. Yes, it's just one of those days. Um, and, you know, I, I I know that it gets, you know, repetitive and, uh, you know, no, I know there's a, a typo in the title there. I'm going to fix it. Um, I got to do it after the show. We know that, I don't know, cue the dog, Trish. Did you see that? Get her in here. She's been out there all night. 
Uh, yeah, it's um, where to begin with this. Um, I've just listened to an uh, entire recap uh, of the entire 18 to 20 months that we've been through. And I don't know, is it that hard to figure out, folks? And not people are just stupid here in the United States. They're stupid all over the world. I mean, really fucking stupid. But people are waking up. Yeah, I know they're waking up, but I mean, I'm just saying. Dr. That, Reiner Fulmick is September 15th. Yeah, German guy. Well, Germany has, you know, Germany, they've already turned back to being not, they're Nazis now, right? Same with Australia. And um, they're back to being totalitarian. So here we are with that. You thought that German thing was beaten out of them, right, in World War II. Nope. Germans are back. Nazi Geil. Nazis. You know, you know, Sieg Fauci. Sieg Heil Fauci. Mein Führer Fauci. The contradictory man. Yes. Well, it, it is amazing how... You know, my, my, my thought is these people don't, you know, I, I, I don't want to fall into the same trap, but they don't deserve children, folks. They shouldn't have children if they're that stupid. They shouldn't have children, really. And I'm, I'm sure the German government would love it if they don't have children. We need to stop that eventually. I mean, you know, please, Trish. Um... Later, I'm going to read something to you that is going to blow your mind about uh, atheists and um, and believers on their deathbeds. Give you a little contrast. And Trish, what do you think of the, these lights? Huh? Gestapo. Okay, folks. I don't want to just repeat what I've said before. But I can tell you right now. You know, and now that I'm, you know, getting, uh, you know, my, my, because uh, I've, you know, I've gone through these health issues and all kinds of things, and you know, I'm, I'm buzzing along pretty good right now. So, here's the thing: if you live in a society surrounded with these kind of people, like the people you see on the, I'm talking about, you know, the quote best and brightest, the people on the news feed are too stupid to have children, shouldn't. Should be barred, actually should be put in jail every night. So they can't, you know, hurt anyone with their stupidity. Because stupidity is like a weapon now. Let me give you an example. This dumb fucking idiot took the jab after having COVID. You know what I mean? Most everyone's been infected with COVID, even if they didn't know it. You know, it's a chance you were that you recovered from it, Okay. You're told not to get a jab, you know, if it's too close to that infection time, if that, if that happened to you. If you. We're also told a lie that everybody is a carrier, even if they don't have symptoms. No, they only establish that with a fake PCR test to convince the dumbasses out there that everyone is a carrier and everyone should be afraid of everyone. So they made everybody afraid of all people. And then they started in as mask Nazis. And then they started in as jab Nazis. 
And then they started locking down entire cities and, you know, and want to lock up the entire world. And I'm just saying, you don't take that. You don't, you know, even if you get killed fighting back, you don't take that because you're intelligent. You have a mind. You understand when someone says, okay, this statement. Now, let's just see how stupid these people are. Let's, I, I just want to get to exactly what level of clown world that we're actually in right now and what the IQ level is of people in general. I mean, we know they're uneducated because they're indoctrinated, right? So indoctrination cancels education. So we understand that about the youth. They're, they're basically indoctrinated. They'll have to grow out of that. And, you know, they probably won't. It's a lot easier to just go along. So that's stupidity by default. Okay, but here's choice. This woman gets the vaccine, you know, the jab, the, the, uh, the mRNA uh, gene therapy treatment that is dangerous for humans, and she knows it is. And then she comes down with COVID and dies. And on her deathbed, she's blaming the unvaxxed. In other words, <clears throat> what she's saying is, the vaccine that I just got doesn't work. But I want everyone to have the vaccine that doesn't work. Then I might have been safe. Okay, only a freaking idiot could, could think that way. Only an absolute fool could think that way. And, I, you know, I'm sorry, she had children. Can you imagine how dumb the family is? It's left behind. Oh, those unvags. I'm going to shoot one of them. <laughs> you know. It's like, do you know what you're saying? Let's add it up. Let's just be an average person. Okay, I'll add it up. I'm saying that the vaccine I just took is no good unless everyone gets jabbed. And I want to have segregation to where if I eat in a restaurant... I don't want the unvaccinated there because they might make me sick. Do you have any idea how totally idiotic that statement is? The idea that the vaccine doesn't work is number one part of the statement. So there's no point in having it at all for anyone. Two, uh, I want need to separate from the unvaccinated because I'm afraid that they are carrying something that might infect me, even though I've had the vaccine. If you've recovered uh, from any kind of COVID or cold, even you know the last couple of years, you're, you're probably—I mean, your immune system is about 15 times. Uh, maybe 20 times stronger than, than, you know, the vaccine would be. Now, here's what an intelligent person would think, okay? Somebody that has some, uh, mo you know, modicum of, of, of sense and, and reason. They would say, oh, if I'm not protected with the mRNA, then perhaps I shouldn't get it. If you want to discriminate against everybody against everybody and start this hate fest between people, then that is mind control, brainwashing, and I reject it. I don't, you know, if you want to make everyone scared of everyone, which is how pathetic America is. It's a pathetic society, totally. And, you know, people, are they're all afraid of everyone. You know what I mean? I had, I walked into a place without a, a mask at some point. I remember, where was I? 
Oh, it was a FedEx. And a woman in there was complaining that, oh, no, now you've, you've touched the door to get out. Or, 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 oh, now the, it's maybe circulating here in the room because you came in without a mask and you were breathing. You know, so here's another feeble idiot. So my day is surrounded with, no matter where you go, FedEx, post office, you know, Walmart, uh, you know, the, the, uh, some store, uh, downtown, you know, herb store, whatever. These people are running around terrified of each other because of a, a cold virus that most people are not going to get. And if you do get it, you have a 99% chance of overcoming unless you have underlying conditions. So uh, that's not something you, you, you need to be afraid of uh, because it's basically like a flu, a flu bug. A flu bug can kill you, right? If you get a pneumonia from flu, which I have gotten and have a tendency to get, which is why I fortify my immune system, I would say that in a situation like that, uh, that if there's a flu bug going around, I would be, you know, cautious about that um, during the winter months and not so cautious about it during the warm summer months because vitamin D3, the sun, uh, tends to keep those kinds of infections uh, at bay, keeps those viruses down. Those viruses are always with us, though. Uh, here's another one. Uh we conquered the smallpox with vaccines, you know. And look, they're talking about vaccines in, in a negative way about conquering COVID. No, smallpox did not have animal reservoirs. Smallpox was mainly relegated to man as a carrier. If man is the only carrier, then basically you can treat it with and eradicate it with a vaccine. I'm not Who's against a vaccine if it works? if it's really specific to something like uh, smallpox. The, oh, it's amazing, I'm in the role of now educating people, but he, the coronaviruses are all animal reservoir. They're all from animal reservoirs. That means that they have a, they are constantly with us. There has never been one of these viruses eradicated from the world, ever. They are saying that until this virus is eradicated, you have to stay in your houses. The people, scared to death, many of them, stay in their houses and become feeble and mentally ill. They are, in, are inciting mental illness in people on purpose by using think tanks and, and, and master psychologists, master behavioralists, to create a psychosis in people of fear and paranoia. They are raping people's minds. They are murdering millions. Millions. The VAERS uh, statistics is off by a factor of 100, uh, you know, of, of 100 times. In other words, it's if they report... Uh, you know, 3,000 or 5,000 or whatever, that means 500,000 have died. Because you have to go around the world, plus you also have to take entire countries like Israel, completely vaccinated, pretty much 100%. And because that's the rule. And also the most boosters, I think. 
and they uh, uh, are dying of COVID faster than anybody else. Gee, I wonder why that is. So if everyone's vaccinated, uh, would that have eradicated that dumb woman from dying? She died from dumbness. Would that have eradicated that dumb, scared, you know, woman who wanted to go out and make some stupid public statement uh, create more hate and division between people, which makes me angry. I'm still angry at her. I mean, you know, rest in peace and all that, but my God, woman. You know, getting one whole, you know, there's a lot of people that for good, solid, common sense and educated reasons are not taking a vaccine uh, that is a gene therapy, mRNA, digital vaccine or, or non-biological vaccine. They're just not going to, I could say synthetic. Uh, I, you know, I'm just going to put it that way. There are people with autoimmune diseases. They should not take the vaccine. And there are, there are many people that, that should be exempt that have underlying conditions. They shouldn't take the vaccine. They say all people are being prevented from going to the hospital, but they're, yeah, no, their, their death rates are stepping up, though. So now they're, they're saying, oh, that didn't die from COVID. You know, so they're cha- they change it to be, you get a gunshot, you died of COVID. Now, so the government is a total liar. Now let's talk about the government for a minute. Okay, number one, about the government. The government is a complete psychopathic liar, 100%. Straight up. And let me show you the big lie. The Congress and the government, even government workers in Washington, Washington D.C. are exempt from the vaccine and exempt from the masks. They're exempt from the mask and the vaccine, both. The government, people in the government are exempt from the vaccine and now becoming exempt from the mask. So you'll be seeing more and more government people without masks, as you've seen with Biden's speeches, correct? The government, I'll, I'll just keep repeating it until you guys get it. The government is exempt from the mask and the vaccine, the Congress and the Senate are exempt from having to have the vaccine. Government workers, though, however, and workers in general, are mandated that they have to have the vaccine or they get fired. So, Do you understand now? Those people not having the vaccine, and people lied about it like Ted Cruz, are murdering the rest of us by proxy. They're standing by while murder takes place by Joe Biden. If there was a problem with the COVID, the border would be locked up by Joe Biden. Joe Biden is an arrogant prick and a piece of shit, not worth even breathing as a human being. He's so far over that line and so far in love with Satan and evil and lying that he thinks if he dishes it out, you people will just take it. And now he's mad as a dictator and he's screaming at Florida, so he took 
uh, you know, this great uh, drug, Regeneron, which basically is putting monoclonal antibodies in your bloodstream to fight the infection, which takes, takes it out, by the way, fixes it. Probably fix the flu bug, too. Great new therapy we all know about. So he decided to restrict it to Florida so, so people can't get it on demand. Two days ago. Why would anybody allow him to do that? If he ran for office, he'd be elected president again. Not because uh, he earned it, but because they are going to cheat from now on because people of America are scared, stupid, and brainwashed. That's why they're going to get away with it every time. You tell me who's going to stand up against it. Nobody. And the people here are going to go, oh, I don't. They're, they're starting to go to ball games again. They're going to the NFL games. Pretty soon they'll all be singing the Chinese national anthem. And so to me, knowing this about, you know, I mean, I may be here in America, but I do not feel a connection with Americans in general because of the fact that they're, you know, the conformed are the brainwashed, are the stupid, and are the scared. They try to make you afraid to go to events. You see the TV? How many people are at these college games? Rock concerts? Movie theaters. Movie theaters are selling out. You see, they're not scared. Now they go, well, they've all had the vaccine. Well, no, I don't mean because of that. I mean, they're, they're not scared whether they've had the vaccine or not. They're not, you know, there's people that, that start getting together. They realize what my point is, when they become, when they start getting together, they realize that there's really nothing to be afraid of. They realize that people are not just carriers that have no asymptomatic carriers. That's a rumor that Fauci started. There's no proof of that. But what he did is he used the PCR test and got it going false positive almost every time to prove his point to make people afraid of each other so they could control them. This is all run by psychiatrists and psychologists. One big psychiatric experiment. So if you know you're in something like that, what do you do? You break free. Woe to those people who make their prison cell into a paradise. It's still a prison cell. Your homes are all prison cells now. Your, 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 your parks and your, you know, your airplanes, all the things you took for granted are all you know, having to get permission from the prison guards to go here or to go there. You know, you've, you've not only lost the country with this COVID thing, you know, most people here have lost their minds. They're mentally ill and they're, not, they're, they're literally mentally ill. And it's been an, ex, an experiment in behavior modification by psychiatrists. They ran it and the people got sick. Well, if you're a paranoid schizophrenic, you're sick. If you're a paranoid psychotic, which is what most people are now, you're sick. You're paranoid. You're scared. You see someone without a mask, you freak out. You got to call the cops right away. <laughs> Save me, please. Even though, you know, masks are a little bit like a, 
a chain link, link fence to a fly. <laughs> you know, the virus is still circulating around, right? Well, let me just put it this way. Let me show you how stupid this is. The, the virus infects, you know, many people through um, the eyes. Okay, I rest my case. Okay, check and mate. If that's true, then the mask is moot, right? And how many people wear the mask just below their nostrils to have free breathing? I don't blame them. But viruses go that way. They can get into your ears. You know, so again, it's, you know, and, and the people dying, the people weren't dying at the rate they're dying now until the jabs began. And the rates they had before was, let's put it this way, Trump made, you know, the Mercy Hospital ship and, and he, you know, the Army Corps of Engineers built all these field hospitals. You know how many people were in them? Zero, basically. Relative zero. Why is that? Because they lied about all the hospitals. All the doctors are in on this. The doctors murder people every day. If you go to the hospital, you may, you'll probably be murdered because they still get, you know, $53,000 per cadaver. And they've gone to the dark side. I told you the world was, you know, I told you how many people were in on the satanic cult. So they actually started calling Satanism conformity. Well, I don't know when they called it that, when they started doing that, but, you know, a long time ago. And that just means how many people are down with the program. All the hospitals are. All the doctors are down with the murder. Except ones that have a conscience. But, I mean, you know, the, the basically the institution of doctors, of the AMA, of Big Pharma, is down with the killing. So when you know that, what do you do? You start going to alternative therapies. Correct. You start researching. You start reading everything you get your hands on. You start going to conferences. You start listening to uh, people that are super qualified doctors on the subject of, you know, virology, on the subject of, you know, other viruses, this virus, what a virus is. You start asking questions like, you know, uh, you know, we've never eradicated the, you know, the cold virus and the flu viruses and all that. They've always been with us stronger in the winter because that's flu season. And then when there's more sun, it's it, the flu season goes along with the sun. Have you, you, people would have noticed the winter time is more the flu season. And, you know, the late spring and summer is more the, the dry season, right? I mean, that's the way it's been, has it not? With the exception that sometimes uh, places have less infection because there's more sun. Let's say Palm Springs may have less than, or, you know, southern Florida may have less than northern Florida. But nonetheless, that's when the flu is traveling around. I mean, it's always traveling around, but that's what it's in, that's when people develop symptoms when there's a lack of sun. So they would think, oh, and what is the vitamin that comes from the sun? What does the sun do for me? It gives me D3. Oh, I better get some D3, right? It's just kind of a logical thing. I mean, you know, you go through a process, you study, you discover D3, 
and you get yourself D3, you see that cytokine storm comes from a, um, you know, pneumonia and comes from, you know, not just COVID, but it's when a cold goes to pneumonia, which can happen. And it usually happens because people's immune system may be compromised or maybe underlying other issues. So you find out that, that zinc in the lungs prevents the cytokine storm. So you find way of way, and then you realize that, you know, probably in the study you're doing that zinc can't do it on its own, that zinc needs to be fired into the lungs. So you find out the agents that fire it in the lungs, and you find quercetin, which uh, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Z, couldn't even believe that uh, quercetin was legal because it fires the zinc right in there. So you get yourself a combo of zinc, uh, quercetin, D3, and C. And you realize that that combination is probably going to build your immune system and help you. It'll help you even if after you've gotten an infection. Then you start researching other things. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, you hear these things are effective. Then, then what should happen too, though, not just with COVID, but you start to learn that these things could be applied to a cold, to a flu. And you start learning about how you can treat pneumonia with a different you know, approach. Now, I never treated pneumonia. I just got sick and took supplements, and that's not enough. You know, could it be that there are things that could intervene with a cytokine storm? Could it be that if I went down to the, uh, my local regenerative therapy center, which is probably where I'm going to be heading on Wednesday, and I'm going to get a, I don't know, I'm thinking about a just a general immune, you know, vitamin drip, uh, you know, uh, because that's, that's you know, going to do a better job probably than me taking it orally. I do take supplements every day, though, very, very rigorously. But I feel like I, I could use a little boost, maybe an oxygen boost as well. They're, they're doing things now with regenerative therapy where they're taking your blood and, like, you know, and then, and then, you know, like fixing it, right? Cleaning it up and then re-injecting it back into you, your own blood, uh, which is not basically illegal biblically. I mean, you know, it's not a transfusion. It's you. It's your blood along with stem cells. So I went from stem cells. So you start researching alternative therapies and you find out that oxygen is another thing that, that if you've had the jab, for example, not too late, you know that, oh, you better not take another one, but you also have to research causes blood clots, and then what do I do about that? Uh, oxygenating the blood goes a long way. The blood is, the oxygen is not getting into the heart, so people are having heart attacks. I better find a way to get me some more oxygen. And so you start going down this road, right? And uh, that leads to, oh, well, I better not take GMO foods or chemical-laden foods. Right, because they're trying to kill you with the chemicals. So you... Right, so all these things they do. Listen, eventually you figure out that big pharma is, you know, for the exception of some drugs that take pain away, you know, take this away, take that, you know, could do some things. In general, though, has side effects, meaning it's it's not ordained by God. It's it, what it means is that you know that the, the, the drugs from big pharma you can't really rely on because of side effects, and you realize natural therapies don't have that level of side effects. I mean, you know, you take the good with the bad, too. If you need an antibiotic, you take it, knowing you have to get off of it and rebuild. But it all becomes clear to you after a while of researching. And, of course, 
you should have been researching the whole time this COVID thing has been happening because of the duplicitous, false, and contradictory information coming off the mainstream media that basically is just bullying people into their houses. The other thing is this, being a patriot. You are not a patriot if you're going into your house and, and you know wearing a mask when told and doing what you're told. You know, that's not a patriot. That's, uh, you know, a, a scared little brainwashed citizen that just, you know, is going to do whatever, you know, big machine, you know, that they're afraid of, which they're afraid of their own shadow, <clears throat> you know, tells them to do, they're going to do. Well, whatever Mr. Global tells you to do, you're going to do, okay? And, um, you know, you're, you're dupes of the psychiatrists and psychologists. And they're running a psyop on you, and you're behaving every step of the way. Just two weeks to flatten the curve. We told you right here at this F report. And how many other people? Almost every other broadcaster out there said the exact same thing. It's not going to be two weeks to the curve. Once you give them two weeks, they're going to want months. Once you give them months, they're going to want years. Once you once you comply and you don't travel, they're going to try to lock you down in your in your neighborhood. Then they're going to lock you down in your house. Then they're going to make it if you leave your house, we're going to shoot. You're going to be shot on sight. Then they're going to make it so you have to take a poison jab to call to kill most of the population. Not most of the population, but a certain percentage of the population will be killed. And they're going to enforce it. In other words, they're going to murder you, which is the next step of this. At some point along the way, does a person get courage, become smart, understand what's going on, and then devises a plan against it? Um, you know, I was reading a little bit of Andrei Solzhenitsyn, and, you know, the, 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 what happened in Russia is that it got taken over by, you know, power-hungry bureaucrats that just locked anyone who had a differing opinion up. I mean, that's it. It was just that simple. Anyone that had a differing opinion, according, had, had wrong think, had the wrong idea. And then we see what happened with, uh, you know, I, I, yesterday I felt a shift in the spirit, you know what I mean? And then there was some negativity. But then the, no shift is all bad or all good, you know, things just are different. And all of a sudden, um, you know, Nicki Minaj pops up out of nowhere, you know, during this shift that I, that I was experiencing. And I've seen a lot, everything is kind of changed. You have to adapt, you know, when things shift. Because you're told that the reality is contiguous, it stays constant. No, it's not. The reality is messed with every day. Sometimes, you know, every couple of weeks, but I mean, it, it, they can push a button and it changes. You know, and it's a, a really a spiritual battle, ultimately. And then most people that, that after they research everything they can about quantum physics and everything else, they realize, oh, there's a missing step, God. Because God is the, you know, is the only, um, you know, I guess they've made it the only way to really participate in society is to be a lab rat. God's made it so the only way to really get out of here and go to eternity is through him. I mean, and that means through the cross, through Jesus. You know, the way, the truth, and the life. Way, truth, and life. There's not much more to it than that, right? If you don't have those three things, if you don't have the way, 
Uh, well, you know, if you're lacking in intelligence and you're fairly feeble and you're very much an earth dweller, right? In other words, you're, you're like the empiricist. You, 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 what you see, what you smell, what you taste, and what you feel. See, that's reality for you. And that's as far as it goes. I mean, I see a lot of people at Disneyland, you know what I mean? A lot of young people in Disneyland, they're just kind of going around like, you know, not realizing this is a simulation, realizing that this is, is a solid reality. And they're going around getting involved in their hobbies and their different proclivities. And they're, you know, running around trying to, you know, uh, put their genitals somewhere. You know what I mean? They're just, I mean, that's their, like, their life. You know what I mean? It's, you're trying to win the game and, you know, get the promotion or, you know, run after the rabbit around the track, whatever it is they're trying to do. You know what I mean? It's, it's all pretty much silly, right? Because the only thing you should be doing on this planet at all in your life is, 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 uh, is you know, seeking the Lord while he can be found and seeking him every day and seeking more. And when there's a little extra time, even more. There's nothing really else to do. It's just, you know, uh, we have our brothers and sisters. I just read a story from Pakistan from our sister Violet. Uh, absolutely horrifying, you guys. If you want to get involved in something, this is something that is a beautiful thing to be involved in. But they just shot this guy in the head. You know, they're skinning him alive. If you're a Christian, caught with a Bible. Why do you think they're so against Jesus? Or not, it's not even Jesus. It's the, the name Jesus. It's not quite even that. It's a spirit that they sense. And then they hate. And then they go, then they become murderous. Why do you think that is? The Taliban is in Pakistan and Violet and John are now fighting them off. And they're basically going around killing Christians. And and they're, you know, like in this one case, they shot the guy in the f- face and then they dismembered him in front of his kids. Think that's funny? I always laugh when people, you know, want to call, call me a depraved individual, you know. And, uh, and then, but if you see what I'm looking at, you know, you, know you, you haven't even seen real depravity, you idiot. Real depravity is uh, what the Taliban's doing to Christians, what the Chinese does to Christians. That's real brutality. And that's not just happening to Christians. It's happening to, you know, Jews and, and you know, and Muslims and different, you know, different, you know, Buddhists. And, you know, it's people divide on religion. They attack. They divide on politics and they attack. It won't be long before, you know, it's, you, you, if you were a Trump supporter, you, you, they're going to shoot you on sight. They're going to hunt you down and kill you in your house. You know, it, they'll go as far as you let them go. So let me put it this way. You don't want it to go that far, then stop behaving. If they threaten it, to, you know, your job or whatever, walk off the job. You know, have faith that the Lord will provide another way. You know, pray about it first. You know, there's ways to go about all this. I, I, I pray about everything, you know, like knowledge um, like being ahead on the COVID thing the whole time, everything that we called here was completely 100% accurate. Now, uh, we're not the only ones. I'm not saying it was a great feat of, of a prophetic feat. It was not. It was basically common sense and research. Research gave us the, the, the tools, the keys 
to being able to predict this entire thing. In fact, we can predict it. We can wargame it out, if you like, all the way to your death, if you like. To where people are just shot for being, for being them. For a, for a Facebook post they made three years ago. No, there's no running and hiding. They already have you on computers. They, they, they already know who you are. And they are planning on killing you one day. You know, under the cup, by the way, every, like, you know, it's all under the color of law. Anyway, I, 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 I don't know that this nation will, you know, completely, um, there's just so many people that like the simulacrum, that like the creature comforts they're given by the government that like being told what to do, that I'm not sure there's enough to wage a fight here. You know, if you look at the, the, uh, the recall of Larry, uh, Larry Elder uh, debacle, um, they, they basically, same thing. That There was never any danger that Gavin Newsom would lose that. He's a horrible tyrant. He has um, destroyed all the farming at the, the place he's... The, the you know the, these people want to make all the cities in, that they control in squalor and the roads with potholes and you know just you know feces and needles everywhere on the streets of San Francisco and just they want to make the entire thing a hellhole you know like a Venezuela take California make it Venezuela while they lavish and dine at these very expensive Napa Valley restaurants up north there and, and dine in the very best Hollywood has to offer. Of course, Hollywood is Chinese now. The people that are sewing to that are, um, you know, all the writers, directors, and whatnot in Hollywood. You, you, you know, they're getting used to it. I mean, the, you know, they got all kinds of reviewers and people out there, they pay to be positive about the new Disney movie or the new this or the new that. You know, the new Batman reboot or the new, you know what I mean? And they're going to they're gonna all fall in line. Oh, this is great. Meanwhile, it's laced with little propaganda messages. Every movie. <laughs> they can't help themselves. All those, all those screenplays have to be, you know, okayed by the CIA. The, the Hollywood medium, the big screen, is still the biggest propaganda tool there is. So they're going to use it, and they're going to forbid anyone to do... They they basically want to eradicate independent film. They have you know hired shills. They pay to go out and down everything that any any indie makes. You know what I mean? Because indie can't compete completely with all the studio and the lights and the cars and the you know all the technology that Hollywood has. So the indies tell the truth, provided they stay under about five million dollars, and uh, and and they're shunned. You see them, they're like, you see a, a terrific movie and you go, God, it has two stars on IMDb, two out, two out of 10, and yet it's great. And then you look at it, you go, oh, there was a, yeah, there was something politically incorrect in there, wasn't there? And they, they made sure to get it. They have monitors and minders and they go after all these movies and try to down, and music too, and, and, and books, and try to down them and, you know, mark them down so that you, the consumer, don't pick them up to stop you from getting what that person had to say. You see it, too, with uh, when things become politicized. 
you see that, you know, uh, if let's say Alex Jones came out with a book or something, you'd see that down to one star, right? And so the the minders are out there on their, their job is to watch movies all day long. You know, the CIA, I remember when they were hiring people to, I almost took this job of reading books for them. They want you to read a book and, and do a review on the the book, and and you know, and and uh, you know, so so you know, they, they they compile the information. But now it was in a in a movie called Three Days of the Condor. They had you know, CIA cells that just read books. That's all they do. But now they 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 watch movies all day long. They do hundreds and thousands of movies. That's all they do is review, and they mark the studio movies up and mark the indie movies down. And that's their job. So that when you see it on Amazon, here's two stars over here. Remember I gave you that recommendation in that one movie, uh, uh, Riders of Justice with Mads Mikkelsen, a Danish film I thought was blew away all American films. I mean, totally, you know, boom. You know, they're, they're marking the crap out of that one down, marking it down, yeah. Yeah, well, some places aren't, but I mean, basically, it's not getting you know a pass. It's it's typical, and where they're going to give like um, you know the next uh, you know Star Wars or whatever is going to have the right messaging. It's going to get you know four out of five, you know nine out of ten, and and that's that's how they do it. You know, if you want not to be picked on by this this these trolls, and they're not trolls. What they are are they're they're hired they're hired guns to. You know, they're, they they hire all these minders to, um, they have to watch books, they have to watch music, they have to watch movies, they have to watch TV shows, and they have to, you know, again, continue to mark anything independent, any independent thought down, anything that's the collective thought that's appropriate with the state, that is China, uh, mark it up. You know, fuck. lately I've seen what, Loki was marked way up, and you know, Black Widow, it's just all these, you know, approved of, you know, flicks. And the actors are too dumb, you know, they're they're addicted to the money, and they're they're not going to give that up. They know they're sellouts. And, you know, it's it's, it's like a no-brainer. They're, you know, they're sellouts, it's an embarrassment, but, you know, they're not, you know, furthermore, they're not allowed to really be in any movies. Once they're owned in that system, they have to do what their managers and their agents tell them to do. Which is, you know, usually, usually to appear in, you know, studio movies, which the studios, as we know, are, you know, run by the CIA and China, you know, basically in collaboration. And if, you know, people out there that, you know, producers out there that are, you know, having these, you know, hot lives with all this, you know, money and driving, you know, thinking they're big, big stuff, they're not. All their film and everything they've done is going to be forgotten in the dustbin of history, because it's not real, because it's not honest, you know? And when they do, when there's an honest film out there, any kind of honesty, they just tear it up. And why is that? No, the people love it when, with, when they can get to it. But again, you have to go against the mind control. It's the same thing as the medicine. You have to basically look at something that's got that's marked way down. And and Trish and I used to like, if it got below two stars, we would watch it. And about 
I'd say about 75% of the time, it was like a terrific film. And it's like, why is it marked that low? I mean, how did that happen? It's because it has independent thought. And that's frowned upon. A collective thought, approved of thought, pre-approved thought is appropriate for movies because it will enhance the programming of people and that's all they care about. They don't care about entertaining you. Come on. You think anyone cares about you at all? You think any of these people want to entertain you? They just want to program you. That's it. That's the whole point of all of it. Television, movies, music, all of it. To program you. To get you to obey. To get you to conform. To get you to, you know, want the good life of, you know, people that cooperate and have good high credit scores, which you're going to be seeing pretty soon. Those are the people that are favored. Be like them. And don't be an asshole going against the mask. And don't be an asshole going against the lockdowns. You know, get in there and, you know, believe it and, and, and promote it. Just like those talking heads on, uh, you, you know, on, on Fox News and, and MSNBC and whatnot saying, you know, I, you know, I, I just, as long as I don't have to be around vaccinated people, I mean, unvaccinated, I'm good to go. Allowing them, cheering them on for making the concert vaccinated only. Creating segregation, which the left loves to do. They're the ones that created race relations, right? Blacks to, you know, do not get on this bus. You don't drink the water here. Who do you think made that happen, blacks? Huh? Northern Yankees? No, Southern Democrats did that. They're the ones that gave you racism. And then they're the ones who are out there marching with you in Alabama. They go both ways. They enslave you, and then they act like they're your liberators, but always you're beneath them. And now they're doing the same thing to all of us. There's a parallel there. We're now being segregated by Joe Biden, who is a big-time racist. Everybody knows that. Big-time racist against blacks, Hispanics, anybody. He is a real white supremacist. The, most all of them are. <laughs> Klaus Schwab is. You know, Nazi white supremacist. I mean, I don't see what the, why that's so strange. Well, yes, they call other people. You're a white supremacist if you're Nicki Minaj. You're a white supremacist if you're Larry Elder. If you don't become feeble, a feeble-minded earth dweller, you're, you're a white supremacist, no matter what color your skin is. Oh, no, it's going to go more insane than this. Because, see, the mental illness hasn't really been cooked in yet like it will. When you st uh, Let me tell you what to look for now. When you start seeing the people mumbling to themselves walking up and down the street like, like you've looked down upon the homeless, you know, they talk to themselves there you know a lot of these were mental patients that were let go and moved to the streets from the from the institution 
now it's but you see them talking to themselves you see their derelict you see their you know in a bad way you feel sorry for them you know you wonder how they got that way you're going to start seeing that as mainstream pretty soon you know you're going to see the par well it's signs of like paranoid schizophrenia which is basically hearing voices and talking to those voices get away from me stop it get away from me you know now i'm walking down the street saying this get stop it get away from me and you see me doing that. You go, oh, that poor man. I wonder what happened. I mean, who's he talking to? Huh? A lot of people say, well, you know, schizophrenia is just demons. Well, no, if it's just demons, you could exercise them. Not going to happen like that. I Well, I take it even further. I see a schizophrenia, a lot of them, that comes from a na- like natural where they weren't made that way through behaviorism uh, as just being on a different wavelength. Seeing and hearing things that we don't see. I mean, there is that part of it. But then there's a mental illness part too where it becomes like a psychotic control, a controlled, psychotic, paranoid, schizophrenic-like in the sense of hearing voices and believing things. And, you know, it doesn't take much more paranoia and fear Fear leads to then, you know, flights of fancy and then yelling at uh, invisible beings that you can hear in your head and you see them. And it can go from there. It can get worse and worse and worse. If your life becomes too painful, you might just create a whole panoply of characters that you interact with. And you so therefore have no more need of humans. This is what happens. This is what they want. Why do they want it? Because you being feeble, you being paranoid, you being psychotic, you being, um, you know, injured, you know what I mean, crippled into mental illness, gives them power that they, that they, they enjoy your suffering. They enjoy your mental illness. They're doing it on purpose. And then the next step is to degrade. Take the children away. You're unfit. And start the degradation process. And then, of course, it's mass death. Some people are saying, Lord, please come quickly. Lord, please come quickly because these people are are going to do us all in, Lord. If you don't come quickly and put it down, they're going to do us all in. But, see, the, the, the problem with pulling the plug right now from the Lord's perspective, and I just want to, you know, this is a little bit of a prophetic thing. Um, I just think he's not coming in right now to deal with it because he's busy revealing, you know, with the apocalypse, i.e. revealing it to you. It's a revelation to you who these people really are. Remember I used to say, it's everything, everywhere, all the time. It's everything, everyone, everywhere, all the time. That's who's involved in it. Everything, everywhere, everyone, almost everyone. 
you know, the blanket of people. They And they cooperate together like one big Rosemary's baby, one big occultic trip under Satan. No, they don't all murder people. But there are a lot of them that do, that murder children, that murder babies, that buy babies and, you know, have their way with them and then murder them. There's a lot of people involved, you know, elites, very elite people here. You know, there's a lot of people that have satanic holidays and vacation with the hunting lodges with their, you know, extended families. And they're, you know, they may decide to hunt some, you know, maybe somebody that they got off the border or whatever, let let a few humans go in the woods and, and then hunt them down for fun. Because killing man is the... It's, it's kind of, in a sense, that's what separates you from the uninitiated. You know, the initiated have, have killed someone. You can't truly be a Satanist. You, you could be a worker bee, a little, a little person who cooperates with a Satanist. You could be a, a little bit of a Renfield, you know, to Dracula. And, and you, can, you can be that person, which most of our society already is. Because I know it's bad, but I, I didn't have a choice. You did have a choice. You liar. You had a choice. But they made you afraid. So you never fought back. So you went along with it. But you didn't kill. Okay, well, your status is you're a lowly servant of pure darkness, pure evil. Why do you think your children should get to live and excel in anything? And even if they do, it would be the approved of thing to excel in, which means in the end it's dust to dust. It doesn't matter. It was all one big ruse to get you to to want something, to want success, and, and to see how far you would go to get it. You know, would you kill someone to have it? Your doctor at the hospital does. Your doctor is going to kill you if he can get away with it. Uh, he, he likes it. He likes the cars. He likes the country club. Loves the lifestyle. Loves his own private plane. So what would you do? You going to pull the trigger? You going to kill that guy, that enemy of the state, get rid of him? Do it for Satan? Do it for the community. Be a be a big man. <laughs> Distinguish thyself among all the other feeble earth dwellers, among all the other people that love their servitude and love being slaves. You are a cut above, yeah, king of the slaves, king of the decrepit. Failed society. King of the sewer. Congratulations. See? You, you, you took the, the bite. You behaved. You played your cards right. You did what your parents told you. And now look where you wound up. And nobody... But nobody out of that society 
is going to be listened to when they finally have a confession to make or a deathbed confession about what's really going on in this world, about how it really works. It's going to fall on deaf ears, isn't it? Because the job of the world and the worlders, the Renfields of the world, the job of the Renfields is to keep it going and to report and tattle on anyone so they can be targeted who is not following along for whatever reason. They don't get it. They don't see it. They don't understand. uh, They hate it. They do see, but they don't want anything. They want to follow Jesus, whatever. All those need to be targeted, don't they? And you, Mr. Renfield, are going to target them and maybe even uh, facilitate them being taken out so that you can up your lot and you can move from janitor to, uh, you know, to, to, to sales account executive in Satan's lair which he says is the world, but the world keeps shifting. Why is that? Because it was never built on, because God's will, you know. I, I have a feeling, a way to explain it with physics, what, when we see a shift, and when, when circumstances shift and things shift, I have a feeling, you know, that what, what you know, it's kind of like the theory of parallel universes. They're just kind of like, uh, I don't think we have complete control. I think God has complete control. And I think he shows some of us when things shift, he shows some of us like the Mandela effect and different things to, to, to let us understand, don't put your faith in this place. See, that's what he's teaching me. He's saying, you know, son, don't put your faith in, in you know, the solid solidity of the walls. Don't put your faith in, you know, the, the, the loyalty of your friends and family or, you know, your extended worship team. Don't 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 look at any of this as anything permanent, right? That's solid. It's it can change at a moment. I mean, watch this shift. Watch that shift. See how you're you know celebrating one day, the next day you're knee deep and you know neck deep in spiritual warfare, and you're having to fight in the spirit because it's spiritual war. You know, and, and, and where you have to like repent and. Humble yourself before the Lord because you you took things on your, in your own hands and you weren't fit to do it. So I'm going to show you this thing changes. So you don't necessarily going to rely on your senses. You touch, hear, see, feel, smell, whatever. You're not going to rely on those senses because it's changing. You know, when you have a, an aroma, a smell, like it could be like, you know, bacon in the morning or, you know, it could be a steak or it could be, a you know, a chicken or it could be, you know, anything, you know, a stew. And you, you have different smells remind you of different times in your lives, different, different moments, you know, different, um, different, different feelings about things, about your atmosphere around you. Every time the atmosphere changes a little bit, my mood changes. I change. My thoughts change. Everything in me changes too. So sometimes I miss it because I'm going along. I'm no different. So if it shifts, I shift. You know, more like, oh, it's always been that way. 
Oh, it's always been that way. Oh, that's the way it is now. And so, wait a second, a few minutes ago, it was like this. Now it's like that. That's not the same. But you don't catch it. That's the point. The enemy doesn't want you to stop and see that. So, since you can't rely on physics and on your own senses, you have to fully rely on That's right, trust the Lord. Because if you don't, you will forever uh, think that you're here missing something. Now, I know a lot of people that are outside the system. You know, they're basically good people. They have a conscience. They're not going to be Redfields or anything like that. They're just going to be trying to make it on their own. They're not treated very well. Not treated fairly. I think that's safe to say. And they're hoping for a better day, but what they're doing is they're they're putting God first and you know and, and accepting, you know, how it's going. Because you don't know that a, a curse one second may be a blessing the next. Things change, so you just gotta keep your eyes on the Lord. A lot of people doing that, a lot more people doing that. That's hallelujah time. We love that. And we hope that that continues because God is the portal home. He's the way home. Home is eternal. And uh, whoever we are, whatever we are, that's the, that is the goal. Anyway, I think we've Every time I do one of these, I just feel so guilty because I just feel like, you know, it's, 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 uh, I would love to give a pass to everyone and say, kumbaya, you know, we're all, we're all the same and, but we're not all the same. We're not all the same at all. In fact, you know, a lot of the neighbors are, you know, are dangerous, you know, like, you know, keeping track of who's vaccinated and not, you know, tattling on people. I mean, this is not, we don't do that stuff, things like that. But they do, I don't know who they are. They want you to get in trouble with the authorities because you didn't do something they wanted you to do, like get a jab or whatever it is. You're not the right sort of person, you Jew. You, you know, uh, and, you know, you know, give us Barabbas. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just evil. And they want evil. And they want to tell on you. And they want to get you in trouble. And they want to take what you've got and take it away. And they want to have, see you squash and your family ruined. And they want to see your children dead. And they want to see you dead. You know, how dare you go against their authority? You know, don't you know who I am? Well, I've been given special powers here. Kiss my ring or go to hell. Kiss my ring or go to hell. Yeah, all these little fiefdoms. And the... 
fiefdom is not where you want to wind up. Your eyes are heavenward. Otherward, you know, within. Your eyes are within. The kingdom within. The kingdom without is the kingdom within. Without is within. Within is without. Understand? That's the, 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 it's a long ways from here. But that's our destiny. I am. It is incredible how these people have gone full totalitarian and are you know, waging a war against all people. It is amazing what traitors the military is, how many traitors there are in it. And not just here, but guards, military, law enforcement, all over the world that's ready to you know, kill anybody who doesn't comply. It's like, whoa, man, never before that I know of, not in this country or, any, or Australia or any of these other countries, we've never seen anything like that. But people going along like, I'm going to obey. You, you obey, they will take more away. You obey, more away. You, obey, you keep obeying, eventually you're going to have to ask permission to go outside or permission to use the bathroom. You know, you're not going to uh, obey your way into freedom. Obey your way into prosperity. You know, this this is uh, you know, if there is any prosperity, that uh, you know, they 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 aim to take it from you. The Great Reset isn't about you; it's about them. You are expendable. The useless eaters of America are going to be replaced by Chinese workers and Chinese executives who are going to run the factories and run the, they're going to run the show here on American soil. You ready for that, folks? Are you ready for that? And they'll have their minions, all their kind of, you know, people uh, who have come in here that can, you know, do computers and various things. They'll, they'll have their, they'll have their day. It would be nice if um, you could stave them off, but it's 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 they they dominate everything. I understand people being brainwashed, but I also understand because I can't be brainwashed, really. You know what I mean? That that there's some defect in a person that doesn't have a safety trigger. Although I was brainwashed before to not even know who I was, so. You know, that can happen. It just depends on the person's character. If they come out of it, then they're, you know, a good person, a, a viable ally. If they don't, then they're weak and compliant and, you know, basically a slave to the uh, uh, <laughs> Okay. I don't know why I even Trish, why did I even do this pod? All the people that listen, they already know all this stuff. Right? 
Yeah. Well, let me be of encouragement. All of you who are, you know, fans of this show know, pretty much all of you know the Lord. You know, you know Jesus. Jesus is not what they think. You know, by now we all know how complex and how vast and how wide and how multifaceted and how mysterious Jesus is. They don't understand it because they keep thinking the historical Jesus, you know. I mean, the biggest uh, selling Christian show right now is The Chosen, right? A subscription service. So you get to see this guy that they cast as Jesus to make you feel like you're right there with with Jesus and, and uh, as you go through various lessons and, and all that. But that's, uh, you know, a lot of that is an illusion. Yeah. Well, it was a long night. I'm um, I'm going to read some things to you about atheists. I not for the life of me. Even when I was a little kid, I knew there was God. I just I did I kept talking to God. I didn't really get it till later in life. You know what I mean? I rebelled. I, I tried to do everything my own way. And I failed miserably, didn't I? Oh boy. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> but let's let's get to it. I could use another. Let's get to it, shall we? I'm sorry, I, if I wasted your time today, please forgive me. Can you imagine having a guy like Biden as your president? You know, somebody like that in that condition. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, just seeing a little clip on Girl Next. Yeah. You know, the most important thing we're going to do is, like, all these creative things that I've done and music. I'm getting ready for another music binge right now. I'm totally, totally into... uh, I got to upgrade my studio. And uh, I just want to do more songs about the jab. (laughs) Just, you know, stuff like that. Um, Let me see if I can find... This thing, and I, and you're, you're gonna you're gonna love it. Seriously. Okay, so we did an hour and fourteen minutes on screaming at stupid. I, I believe me, it's not. I don't take pleasure in. It. I don't. The only reason I call him stupid is to be to get him mad. To hope that'll shake him out of it. Nobody is natively stupid, but we become stupid when we get taken over by the airwaves and by these these psychiatrists and these China, you, you know, propagandists. I mean, you know, there are people, I, I honestly say, you believe that uh, the China owns Hollywood, and, and, and they you're really, really screwed up, Zell. You know, or you're really a bigot because you don't believe uh, the way we lay out the narrative according to the psychologists and the people that set up Black Lives Matter and uh, Antifa and all the rest of it, uh, you know, uh, SJWs and all that. Since you don't spout those party lines, you're obviously a racist and, you know, you need to be eradicated. It's so sick. 
You have your own mind? That's racist. You love black people? That's racist. You talk about the Democrats having been, uh, you know, the, the racists and the KKK and set up the Democratic Party based on slavery? That's racist. Then you see them doing the same division, only different now. And you say, the Democrats are doing this divide and conquer thing. That's racist. Only Republicans are racist, like Donald Trump. Now, one thing I know about Trump, I didn't like the selling out to Big Pharma that he did and all that stuff. I mean, I understand it. I can have compassion, but I mean, you know, the fact that he became such a, uh, you, you know, you know, to where they're burning cities down and accusing, you know, everyone white of being racist. He's got in this race thing. The people throwing those accusations are the racists. I grew up in Hollywood. I know these people. I know what they do when the door is shut, when you don't see them on CNN giving an interview. I know how they act. They look down on any race. I mean, of course, I'm talking about a lot of, you know, a lot of Jewish people now because that's what, you know, that's what it was growing up. But, you know, it's not just Jews. A lot of just the, the, the infrastructure of Hollywood was just basically racist. And then now they, they, but then they become the saviors. It's just the weirdest dichotomy. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to make a, you know, political career out of all this, a commentator. You've got people that, that do that. I'm, um, yeah, I just call them as I see them. I have Nicki Minaj, who's a very liberal woman. Um, but she sees through it. Her programming has been broken. I, they're going to try everything they can do to put her back together, though, folks. I kind of warn you. She, she has 26 million followers. <laughs> I would think that, um, you know, they're going to be very careful to reprogram her. Well, here's what they do. I didn't tell you guys this. They sent me off to this, you know, loony bit in the Midwest, you know, when I was, you know, for all kinds of reprogramming and everything else. And, and they were, I was supposed to be dead, so they launched rumors that I was dead, and then I was removed from L.A. and into the... Um, you know, to an institution there where big Hollywood agents and uh, movie people would stick actors to literally brainwash them to bring them back to work. To make them compliant. So when they started waking up about the Illuminati, Satanism, the drugs, you know, like drugs like that killed Marilyn Monroe and all that. The doctors at 20th Century Fox. Actually, one of those was my doctor. I'm not going to say his name, but he was, he was involved in Marilyn's. Uh, he was Marilyn's doctor. He was really my mother's doctor, and then we had him as, you know, when we were kids. But, yeah, he had, uh, he would just give you loads of drugs without a prescription, and have you loaded out of your mind and just and just you know easier to program. I'd say all of Beverly Hills was uh was in the game. No exception. Well it's a cult up in the Hollywood Hills. No, it's not. It's everything everywhere all the time. Everyone. It takes everybody to make it work. That is a hidden cabal of Satanists that murder, uh, 
children, babies, drink blood. Drinking blood, that's a big thing. Cannibalism was a big thing back when I was, uh, you know, five years old. Nothing new, man. It was big back in the Babylonian era. Back in the time of the Romans. Oh, no, people didn't speak of it, but uh, you get addicted to blood. and Then there's flesh. Didn't Jesus say you have to drink my blood and eat my flesh if you want to see the kingdom of, of God, if you want to be eternal? You have to drink my blood and eat my flesh if you want to make it. Look at the stunning parallel. Of course, he's talking a spiritual thing, but look at the look at the, the parallel to the physical. So in other words, to be eternal, a lot of these people in these cults feel that they had to literally eat flesh and drink blood in a secret sacrament to be, you know, vetted among all of them. In fact, ultimately the the ultimate adept did everything backwards, including sometimes walk backwards. Think backwards. So life would be good and death would be bad. So death would be good and life would be bad. But yeah, they had little psychiatric facilities. They would just uh, stick uh, people in. You know, back in the Midwest, who's going to know, right? (laughs) yeah but even there well the reason I was there is they put me there to brainwash me to tell me there was no such thing as what I was starting to go off about Satanism satanic ritual abuse you know memories you know just just being uncool because see what you learn when you're a child is to not just go along but to cover for it so if you're really uncool blurting stuff out they have to kill you. They they have to. It's it's a rule in society. It's absolutely a rule. You need to be made an example of. So anyway, be that as it may, I'm looking for. Uh, I'm looking. Can you hear me? Do you understand what you've done? I'm looking for this thing that I want to read to you, and that's why it's taken me a little bit to... um, um, (laughs) Come on, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Come on, guys. Uh, Come on. It's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. Hmm. Can you summarize it? No, I can't summarize it. I I've got to find it. Um I do know the guy that posted it though. And I will find it. Bear with me, folks. Let's put a uh, another song on. And uh, 
let me find. I had it all set to go, but if it, it, you know what happens? It changes. Um, and and we don't we we don't like that very much. No, it changes, you know, and it moves. That shift that I felt a couple days ago, well, yesterday, after I said that on my little Facebook thing, um, there was uh, the Nicki Minaj happened, but then a lot of other stuff happened too. It's, it, t- it took a turn. Joe Biden got out and started screaming at people for not taking the jab. You know, he's, he's, he's your dictator now, so he's going to dictate to you what he wants you to do. And it's like, well, maybe if you'd quit lying, you piece of shit. Somebody might listen to you, but if all you do is lie, they're not going to trust any vaccine. They just know that it's dangerous. So that's that's on you, buddy. You empty-headed demon. Was to blame. No one was the wiser, and no one suspected you. Thank you. 
So now I repent for the expletives. I gosh, I've got to stop that. I mean, I have to actually repent and stop it. I think what happened is I got in that habit because I was so really more around the COVID thing. It started really coming out because I was so frustrated with people not understanding. You know what I mean? I couldn't handle it. And God forgive me. I, I you know, I'm just, we're supposed to be more, um, you know, patient with each other. And I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I mean, all of us, we got it on day one, didn't we? Yeah. How could you miss that? It just seems impossible to me. Like they were doing it on purpose, you know, playing dumb. A lot of these jerks play dumb, you know, to to not get picked on. Of course, that only works so long, doesn't it, folks? All right, so um, here yous go. Okay, so I, this struck me today, and I found it, and I want to read some of it. Famous atheist last words before death. Doesn't that sound interesting? Okay. And some of these people I'd studied, like David Hume, Hobbes, you know, those were the empiricists, right, of the Enlightenment. Remember the Enlightenment in school? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I know, I tried. The Enlightenment, the empiricists, Hobbes, Barclay, Hume, remember? Philosophy 101, junior college, 1925. Okay. So anyway, famous atheist, Caesar Borgia, Italian nobleman, politician, and cardinal. Yes, cardinals too are atheists. Hello. But then again, you knew that. It says, while I lived, I provided for everything but death. Now I must die, and I am unprepared to die. Okay, Thomas Hobbes, the famous... Philosopher. It led to the French Revolution. Okay. Political philosopher. I say again, if I had the whole world at my disposal, I would give it to live one day. I'm about to take a leap into the dark. These are just quotes. No, they're not lamenting I wish I had got or anything like this. These are just how they felt on that day of death. This is the day of death. And, you know, they're so sure-footed on everything else they said all their lives. They taught atheism. Uh, Thomas Hobbes here taught empiricism. That is what you could touch, see, feel, smell, you know, that, that's empirically true. <laughs> you know. Thomas Paine. Now, he was the leading, now, he was a patriot, but also an atheist. The leading atheistic writer in American colonies. Stay with me, for God's sake. I cannot bear to be left alone. O oh, Lord, help me. O oh, God, what have I done to suffer so much? What will become of me hereafter? I would give worlds if I had them, that the Age of Reason had never been published. Hmm? Age of Reason, right? Still the, influenced by the Enlightenment, also called the Age of Reason. That had never been published. O oh, Lord, help me. Christ, help me. No, don't leave. Stay with me. Send even a child to stay with me, for I am on the edge of hell here alone. 
If ever the devil had an agent, I have been that one. That is sad. Wow. I had to recompose myself after that. Uh, Sir Thomas Scott, the Chancellor of England. Until this moment, I thought there was neither God nor a hell. Now I know and feel that there are both, and I am doomed to perdition by the just judgment of the Almighty. Oh, man. Gut-wrenching enough for you? Here's another one. Voltaire. How many of you study Voltaire? See a few hands. The famous anti-Christian atheist. I have swallowed nothing but smoke. I have intoxicated myself with the incense that turned my head. I am abandoned by God and man. And he said to his physician, Dr. Fuchin, I will give you half of what I'm worth if you'll give me six more months of life. When he was told that it was not possible, he said, then I shall die and go to hell. And his nurse said, for all the money in Europe, I wouldn't want to see another unbeliever die. All night long he cried for forgiveness. And of course, crying and not knowing. Robert Ingersoll, American writer and orator during the golden age of free thought. <laughs> ah. Oh God, if there be a God, save my soul I, if I have a soul. And some said it was this way. Oh God, if there be a God, save my soul if I have a soul from hell, if there be a hell. Guy to died totally not knowing... But see, they can sense it. These are their last words. They know it's true. And they know they've led a lie, a sham. David Hume, another empiricist, atheist philosopher famous for his philosophy on empiricism and skepticism of religion. He cried aloud on his deathbed, I'm in flames! It is said that in his desperation... It was a horrible scene. It looks like he was going up in flames even before he passed. Napoleon Bonaparte, French emperor who, like Adolf Hitler, brought death to millions to satisfy his greedy, power-mad, selfish ambitions for world conquest. Sound familiar? You got this problem right now, folks. Dr. Fauci. Right. Angel of death. The new Joseph Mengele. Dr. Fauci, another one, Bill Gates. Okay, all these people think the same way. Well, here, here's Napoleon. I die before my time and my body will be given back to the earth. Such is the fate of him who has been called the great Napoleon. What an abyss between my deep misery and the eternal kingdom of Christ. Guy who knows he's blown it, right? Sir Francis Newport, head of the English Atheist Club, to those gathered around his deathbed, you need not tell me there is no God, for I know there is one, and that I am in his presence. You need not tell me there is no hell, for I feel myself already slipping. Wretches, cease your idle talk about 
there being hope for me. I know I'm lost forever. Oh, that fire. Oh, that insufferable pangs of hell. Oh, that I could lie for a thousand years upon the fire that is never quenched to purchase the favor of God and be united with him again. But it is a fruitless wish. Millions and millions of years will bring me no nearer to the end of my torments than one poor hour. Oh, eternity, eternity forever and forever. Oh, the insufferable pangs of hell. Jeez. Deathbed uh, screaming. David Strauss, leading representative of German nationalism. Such a mensch, huh? Um, After spending a lifetime erasing belief in God from the minds of others, my philosophy leaves me utterly forlorn. I feel like one caught in the merciless jaws of an automatic machine, not knowing of what time uh, one of the great hammers make what time one of the great hammers may crush me joseph stalin one of your favorites soviet georgian revolutionary and politician in a newsweek interview with svetlana stalin the daughter of joseph stalin he told uh, of her father's death my father died a difficult and terrible death god grants an easy death only to the just at what seemed like the last moment, he suddenly opened his eyes and cast a glance over everyone in the room. It was a terrible glance, insane and perhaps angry. His left hand was raised though, as though he were pointing to something above and bringing down a curse upon us all. The gesture was full of menace, and the next moment he was dead. Anton LaVey. Yes, the satanic high priest to the Hollywood stars. Here you go, Hollywood star. Hello, little starlings, here you go. Uh, For those of you with a pea brain, here you are. Author of the satanic Bible and the high priest of religion dedicated to the worship of Satan. One of his famous quotes was, There is a beast in man that needs to be exercised, not exorcised. His dying words were, Oh my, oh my, what have I done? There is something very wrong. There is something very wrong. Wasn't really what he expected. Saw the truth after leading so many astray. There's some people who are so angry they don't care if they're led astray. And it's fine. Let your anger be your God. Gandhi, at his death, he said, for the first time in 50 years, I find myself in the slew of despond. All about me is darkness, and I am praying for light. Mm -hmm. Beloved, compare these last words from atheists with these last words from uh, these saints of God. Okay, so here's a contrast for you. Here are a few saints of God... (laughs) few God heroes of the Almighty. The Apostle Paul, oh, death, where's thy sting? It's like, you know, that's where it is. King David, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Angus Montague, top lady, 
from the 1700s. Top lady will be ever be famous as the author of one of the most evangelical hymns of the 18th century, Rock of Ages, which was published in 1776. During his final illness, Top Lady was greatly supported by the consolations of the gospel. The, con- con- the consolations of God to, uh, to so unworthy a wretch are so abundant that he leaves me with nothing to pray about for, rather, uh, but their continuance. Near his last, awakening from his sleep, he said, Oh, what delights! Who can fathom the joy of the third heaven? The sky is clear. There is no cloud. Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. He died saying, No mortal man can live after the glories which God has manifested to my soul. Lastly, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Only fools. And here's a conclusion of the writer. It's not me. I'm not the writer. I'm just reading it. Oh, oh it left. Maybe we, maybe we shouldn't read that. Let's see. Yeah, there's no way to get back there. Yeah. Well, okay. Only fools never learn from history. And it's amazing that even in our days, with all these facts on our fingertips, Someone with a mind can devote his entire life to a delusion uh, and want everyone to know that there is no God. There is no God. No wonder the Bible says only fools say in their hearts there is no God. And um, also, you know, I want to flip to, uh, see if I can find my Bible here, Romans 1 here, just a real quickie. Quickie, a quickie religion-y. Where's my Bible? I can't find it on there. Okay, I'll just go Romans 1. Roman. The Romans were very perverse, power mad. Kind of a parallel to today. But then Paul was a Roman. And so he... Dedicated, he really wanted to make sure the Romans, uh, you know, got what he was thinking, and and he tried to confront them. And you know, he it was harsh. It was it, it was you know designed to be harsh so that someone gets mad. Um, so what he says is. Um, You know, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Right? Let's go over that one more time. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Seen. That means seen by everybody being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are are without excuse. And then it goes on. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves wise, 
they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image uh, made like to uncorruptible, uh, to corruptible men and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through their lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. So for this cause, God gave them up to vile afflictions, for even their women did change the natural use, which is against nature. So in other words, the, 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 the thing that, that takes over is the do what thou wilt lust, right? And a lot of people say, well, that's anti-gay. No, it's not. That If there's anything there, it's, anti, it's, it's, it's control your lust. That God gives us natural control of lust, and when we are wrong with God, we're out of control, he gives us over to our lusts. Don't think that it's impossible to have sex with just about anything. It's possible. Fetishes, um, you know, men, women, this, that, children. Look at all the people that are involved in the, the whole ch- child thing. And then when the children get educated, they only teach them one kind of sex, you know, male on male, female on female, or female on adult male, you know, and of course, male on, you know, child on adult male which is, you know, throughout the entire Middle East, it's, it's actually a norm in somewhere like Afghanistan. And people don't realize that that are, you know, live here. But it's been a norm in the world for many, many, probably, you know, as long as there's been lust and sin in the world. But, you know, it's about lust. Just like, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, they go, oh, it's anti-sodomy. No, no, it's, it's, it's anti-wickedness. It's, anti, it's, it's saying if you resort to sorcery, you will try to sodomize angels. I mean, even you who are advocates of sodomy, I don't think you'd be advocating, you know, raping angels, would you? Or raping children, would you? Well, if that's true, then okay, we have a big agreement here, don't we? But that won't stop stupid from interpreting the Bible the way he sees fit, even though he lies about what's there. Lying about everything, lying in news articles, lying about uh, what somebody said, lying about music, movies, TV, whatever, shoving into your face the things that are approved of by the enemy. Who is the enemy? The enemy is the enemy of mankind. The enemy of humankind is the enemy. Do we all agree on that? Because if not, it's mental illness. If you don't agree on that, then you and you are human, then you are mentally ill. And then I don't know if you can be, you know, if anyone can help you at that point, because, uh, you know, at that point, it, you, you're in a serious delusion, probably put there because you're a rebellious person. <clears throat> well, why don't you try repenting and find out? If you want to be intelligent again, which America is not, If you want to be unafraid again, that's not like Trump, like a Trump speech. If you don't want to be feeble-minded, vapid, pedantic, and outright stupid, then try repenting. 
and see how fast your intelligence returns when it's when it's when it could be used by the Almighty. The intelligence comes from the Almighty. If you don't have that hookup, you're gonna get you're gonna become you're gonna atrophy mentally. You think your brain is just to process what you do in your processes? It's all about you. You think there's a greater mind out there? And when the mind hooks up with the Almighty and with all there is and with the I am, you don't think you have an increase in intelligence? Whoa, man. Well, see, right there, I, I can't imagine how you got to that point. I can't imagine how you missed the boat. You must have been heavily influenced by your peers, or you must be weak, too weak to stand for your own convictions, and you let them talk you into something or talk you out of something. When your heart and your mind were saying, wait a second, there's something out there, there's something bigger than me, there's something amazing, and I'm, but they're all telling me to just look over here at what they're looking at and don't move my eyes again. And they have the answers for me. You know, take the jab and shut the F up. You know, if you know what's good for you. You can go to the Foo Fighters concert and, you know, get down with Dave Grohl. You know, I know you're dying to do that. Thank God for Eric Clapton. Thank God for Nicki Minaj. I, I, I love all entertainers. You know, people that see the light that are, you know, that are entertainers especially who can influence so many people. This is like a godsend, you know, with Eric Clapton playing in Austin a couple nights ago. He said, I will not play unless everybody's welcome into this auditorium. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Well, you want to have a segregated, like, you know, the, the, the whole, just like redoing the whole black thing that the Democrats did, you know, last time around? The left... Well, the Republicans didn't do it. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, but I'm just saying it's common knowledge the Democrats did that, segregation. The Republicans weren't there. They're, they're up north. It's, you know, it's, as fallen as they are and as warmongering as they are uh, and as lying as they are, I mean, they both, you know, parties lie, but it's the Democrats that, have, that are the racist. I mean, that's always been the case. It's still the case today. Well, it's gotten sophisticated. They get the blacks out there yelling at you know white people that are racist, but the, the but the racist Democrats are giving them their talking points. You know what I mean? And well, the biggest thing is they're paying them. You know, it's a corporate thing now. You know, Black Lives Matter, NFL, Coca Cola, Nike shoes. You know what I mean? Disneyland, China. It's all one thing. So when they sell out to China, which every entertainer has done, that's basically in Hollywood. They've anyone who's working in Hollywood has sold out to the Chicoms. The Chicoms kill gay people. Did you know that? And trannies, and they have no more girly men. Their word. In uh, you know, uh, uh, movies, and pretty soon they'll have no more girly men anywhere. But they allow everything here. Because they believe, like all good communists, that corruption begins from within. It begins with do what thou wilt. Now, they compartmentalize everybody into trannies over here, you know, gay guys over there, kids over here, you know, this over there, that over there, and manage it and keep it separated. Remember that song, we got to keep them separated. 
They want to keep them separated, divide and conquer. I do. I no longer. We we don't teach our kindergartners and our first graders anything that's heteronormative. We teach only LGBTQ classes because that's the only way to to fix the destruction that's been done by the white supremacists. Do you like that statement? Does that statement ring true intellectually? Of course not. It's just propaganda. But it's true. They do teach kids uh, what the UN has dictated, which there's no more coitus allowed. They, They don't want sex that leads to children. They're depopulating, and they want to have the children cloned and made by the state. So sex that leads to children is to be foreboden. That's what it's really about. I know people don't think that far. I know people want to make it some kind of politicization of their uh, of their gender or their, you know, proclivity of sex or whatever it is, their identity, their, you know, their 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 identity politics. But the truth is something vastly different than what any of those groups think. But depopulation if you want to look at where they want to depopulate it to, all you need to do is look at the Georgia Guidestones. Now, first, they must degrade. They have to get the children and the property. They have to collect. They've got to move uh, people into their own little cities. They are saying that by 2030, they're going to liquidate all of us. Two years ago, AOC and uh, Gertrude von von uh, Hitler, I'm von Hitlerism, whatever. What was her name? Uh, Glenda, the Wicked Witch. <laughs> anyway, um, AOC said that we only have twelve years to live. Well, she's accurate about that, due to global warming, because they will kill everybody and say it's global warming, making AOC's statement somehow true because someone told her to say that beta o'rourke we only have another 10 years maximum because agenda 2030 calls for the culling of all it's not happening this year it's millions through the uh you know through 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 you know covid jabs whatever but quietly and then eventually ramping up until they have their death they have their death schedule so they know each year what their quota has to be which is what they're doing now. People are going to ball games. No, I kid you not. People are going to ball games while they're being murdered, basically, while they're being targeted for murder and theft. They're going. To, the very people they're trusting are going to do them in, but they're going to ball games, provided by the same people. The Congress and the Senate does not have to take the jab or wear the mask. The masks are coming off. They're coming off the government and no one else. So that when they dictate to you, you have a mask on and they don't, showing them in a superior role. It's a psychological warfare trick. Hello? Yes. Well, one and one is two. Two and two is four. Exactly. Yes, very good. Very good. You know, how, how long will it take to deprogram them? Do you think that they're going to get Nicki Minaj back under the uh, good graces of delusion and stupidity? Is that where she's going to go, or is she going to 
Can she handle it? Can she handle the ride right now of total pressure from everyone? The White House agreed to call her and give her an educational call, they called it, an education call about what kind of things she can say and think. That should scare the hell out of everyone within who can hear the sound of my voice. They told Nicki Minaj she would get an education call from the White House. So how long can she last, you know, thinking common sense, as she's doing, speaking up about uh, the fact that they're lying? And I, I wonder if she's going to find the facts of how many people are dying. If she's going to look up Israel. Now, Israel doesn't care how many people die. They know it's not going to be all of them, but I mean, they're, 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 they're going for it. They know that the uh, the jab kills through shedding off spike proteins and prions. They know this, and they're doing it anyway. The people of Israel have not figured this out yet. Why is that? Why is that? Because in Israel, they have always had more of a collective type of conformity thing, you know what I mean, when they kind of work together, you know, all together. So if in your family, and in, in, a, in a typical Jewish family, you're getting jabbed, they're all getting jabbed, and then you're a holdout, you would be basically kicked out of that family. See? So the pressure is tremendous. And it doesn't surprise me that in Israel, they're all, all jabbed, they're all going actually for the third shot, they're 95%, you know, I mean, there may be a few percent, but I mean, they're well over, you know, heading toward 100%, basically. And they have the highest rate of COVID infections in the world and COVID deaths in the world. Now, what that stupid woman said, that dumb woman, what she said was, if only of you had had a few kind hearts, I wouldn't be dying of COVID. It blamed it all on everybody else but herself. Check this out. Nobody ever confronted her with Israel and said, hey, lady, how about this? Israel is almost 100% jabbed, which you would have really loved, lady. And guess what? They're dying faster of COVID there than anywhere else on the planet. You know where they don't have any deaths anymore? India. India has about a billion people in it. And they don't have any. You know why they don't have deaths there? Because they got going with ivermectin because they're not taking the jab. But don't stop there. The Chinese who are dictating all of our movies and all of our you know, credit score, and they want to dictate everything about social conditioning and how we have to behave. The Chinese don't take the jab either, lady. And last time I checked, they've got like 2 billion people there. Lots of people not dying. In Sweden, Sweden, No COVID restrictions whatsoever in Denmark. No COVID mass, nothing, you know, no COVID restrictions whatsoever. Death rate, uh, very, very low. Lower than the flu. In other words, nothing to be worried about. We don't worry about the flu, do we, folks? Okay, so we, you know, same thing. No, we never denied there was a COVID. We just said that it was uh, 
you know, that it was a very survivable uh, virus and that there's no reason for restrictions based on the survivability if at the same time the cold virus and the flu virus is basically, you know, about the same, maybe even a little more risk. That's called logic. That's called uh, concision of, of, of ideas. That is called reason. So I reason that the calls for the lockdown of all that stuff that they've done is a hoax based on the severity of it. And now that there's more dying, i.e. because of injections, not because of people not being injected, but because of injections, then, you know, that would tell me that if you want to stop the dying and the COVID spreading, you would stop the injections. Uh, Fox News last night. Forget what this guy, who this guy was, but he said, I've only found two COVID deaths since the vaccine started. Among people that got vaccines, two deaths, he said. I kid you, he said this on TV. He said there were two deaths only from people that had the jab. When all the evidence is right in his face, he just lied straight out to the Fox News audience, which they do every day. I totally recommend you turn Fox News off. Every day, every single day. And furthermore, Fauci was the guy that invented the the bioweapon and distributed it. Fauci and his people made sure everyone got sick. Fauci is the one that uh, is going to make all this money. Gates, Fauci, all those guys are going to make a tremendous amount of money by duping the public and lying, contradicting themselves every other day and lying. Listen, Fauci lied to Congress. He lied to Congress and Biden said, so what? These are my slaves. I'm a dictator. There is no prosecution of anyone that commits any crime ever. Not in my dictatorship. And as you can see, I've been right. Has there been prosecution, folks? No. And you think the midterms is going to go like, you know, the Republicans way or anything? You think they're going to stop with these, you know, confiscatory taxes they can't wait to get the, they're running the, the spending up only so they can tax and tax. And it's going to be that nobody has anything through taxes. Energy costs, nobody can afford it. No one can afford food. Nobody can afford anything. Every single category Biden has wrecked. Every single one. I can't think of any other excuse why this this guy, I, you know, if this was any kind of a normal world, and if they didn't have the backing of the U.S. military on one side of the aisle rather than the other, well, it doesn't matter. Both both are corrupt. I mean, this is a, this is a government that shouldn't be there. You know, in other words, we're not supposed to have a totalitarian government. Using this hoax as you know medical tyranny as a way to strip everyone of their rights and then murder them. We're not supposed to be murdered by our government. We're not supposed to be murdered by our government. 
We're not supposed to be murdered by our own government. They know the jabs kill. They have people on TV saying there's no risk of hospitalization if you get a jab when all the people in the hospital have had the jab. Why is that? Oh, well, if they were if they were not jabbed, then they got it from someone that was. So it still comes from the jab. So my same point holds. If there were no jab right now, you wouldn't see COVID right now. It's really sad. Oh, how about this one? Will anybody do anything about being under a new dictatorship and being locked in their homes? I predict they won't do anything. They'll stay locked in their homes. Will they kill themselves on cue? I predict they will allow the trucks to come by and give them jabs that will, yes, kill them. And then a truck will come by to pick the bodies up, yes. Will they go along with everything? I predict the people will go along with everything. And I predict that they will even murder themselves or allow themselves to be murdered. I don't believe that a lot of these people are going to wake up from the stupidity, uh, the stupor. That's like the word stupidity and stupor are related. The brainwashing or the cowardice. Will there be anybody on earth that will protect their own children? Not in America, no. Well, there's a, there's a bulk of people that are rebelling, but it's not the majority. What's going to fix this whole thing is global, uh, you know, it's it's a global rebellion, you know, a global Gandhi rebellion. It's me about Gandhi. A global Gandhi rebellion. Uh, you get more with that than you do with guns. Besides, they have all the guns. Global civil disobedience. You know, not going to work, not going to the hospital, not participating when they say, you know, it's going to take people that are jabbed too. They'll say, uh, you can't dine in this restaurant unless you've been jabbed or the separation of people that way. People have to say no. This 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 black guy went into a, a, a restaurant and starts screaming. He says, you people like segregation? Because they don't want anyone unjabbed in there. You like segregation? Sir, I'm sorry, you're going to have to leave. You people, this is no different than Alabama in the 1950s. You like that? They go, yeah, bro, we like it. Yeah, we like it. Yeah, thumbs up. And they continued eating their meal while laughing at this guy. Oh, you know what they deserve, right? I don't have to say it. Good. Because how do I get in trouble? But I mean, obviously, that there's no worse thing you could do than shun your fellow, uh, you know, citizens in a in a restaurant where you eat, and a certain kind of people that hasn't had the jab don't. If you haven't had the jab and you're perfectly healthy, uh, you know, th- there should be no problem. And you know, if if you Go in there and you don't have a fever. I'm not saying you have to take a PCR test. I'm not saying you have to do anything. 
if it's flu season and people go to restaurants, is there a problem? Even if someone's coughing a little bit, is there a problem? No! Then why should there be a problem with this? There, there, it's, it's, why should anyone go along with anything they're told whatsoever? Because they can't get food, they can't do this, they can't do that because of the policy. Then why don't they force their way in and say, I'm not moving, call the police. Then get a lawyer, then sue them. Anyway, long-term plan is uh, for you dead. So it doesn't matter about your family, your children. If it's going to be over, they're going to pull the plug. By 2030, they're basically going to kill us all. So it, at the late stages of it, they might just go ahead and line us up and shoot us all. You know, they may just get desperate for more, more killing I don't have any anything in common with these people. I don't relate to them. My spirit does not jibe with theirs. I consider them to be in, in, like the police and the guards down in Australia. I consider them to be absolutely uh, sycophantic and stupid. Um, you, you know, morons with, with no capability of any kind of intellectual redemption whatsoever except to either push buttons or fill out paperwork. That's about all they could do. You know, I I, you, I I don't know how it got that way. I, but uh, you know, I I there are different ways of, of rebelling. I mean, there's you know, there's a company out there that put out a fake mask. It's you put the mask on, it's free breathing. It looks good. It looks like a real deal, except you're breathing normally. And they go, we've been canceled by PayPal. Everybody's canceled them, but they're out there. You know, you wear one of their products and, and uh, probably lasts as long as any other. And, um, you know, you have your little secret. that you, Here you are, you know, in your own little rebellion. I, I, I don't know exactly what form it has to take, but it's a combination of people in the street, people, you know, not going into work. The jabbed and the unjabbed have to come together somewhat. The jabbed that feel guilty about having got, you know, that, that have second thoughts. You know, have to get together with the unjabbed and show how we have to rebuild our society. Finally, don't laugh. Sarah Silverman said this. I know she's a you know an asshole pervert, but she said this. Uh, well, she's a pedophile, you know, so fuck her. But she said this. She said we may have to break up into two or three states in America to be able to get along. You know. Uh, Producer Mike, uh, my buddy, he said the same thing. And I, I believe in the same thing, that maybe one, a solution we could have is, a, you know, like a tale of two cities, a tale of two countries. I think we probably, if there was any way to do it peacefully, the best chance we would have of survival would be to separate. But see, they have another plan of depopulation because their masters, who are not human, are telling them that. All right. Every, every man, woman, child will take the mark or be cloned. This is it. 
RFK Jr., what does he say? RFK Jr. says, this is it, the apocalypse. This is the struggle for humanity. This is the last battle, quoting RFK Jr., you know, the anti-vax uh, man, the, the, the other RFK. Uh, and I, I just think that, uh, you know, it's just, uh, folks, I thank you for, you know, tolerating my... I am so very angry. God, how about you? Sorry, Lord. I am so very, very angry. I am, I'm falling into Klaus Schwab's, you, you know, in the, the parties, and you've got to be very, very angry. I'm so angry. And I'm falling into Klaus Schwab's anger. And I'm very sorry. You know, I knew people were this bad back when I was uh, a kid, you know. And I was fighting them. You would have loved it. I fought the Satanists. <laughs> and I paid the price. <laughs> well, I didn't pay the ultimate price because, I'm, look, I'm talking to you now. I should have been killed. I mean, I was, my heart stopped for 20 minutes when they OD'd me in Denver. under the guise of sending me to some school, some secret school. And then, um, oh, man, just it's on and on and on. I mean, it went on year, year after year after year of you know, pure torture. But I can tell you this. And they did brainwash me. They did make me believe that my parents were like, leave it to Beaver. And that the society around me was leave it to beavers in the school and everything. And that I was just screwed up and, you know, um, you know, on drugs, hallucinating or, you know, I made it all up. And, you know, while discrediting me and, and floating rumors of my death and, you know, just things like that of, you know, because they're supposed to kill any kid that gets, uh, that if you're not going to comply with, uh, the real revolution. Now, I'm not talking about the Who's song, you know, tip my hat to the new revolution. The new revolution, there's nothing new about it. It's basically the age-old preying upon the innocents and, and bloodletting. <laughs> I don't know what, what else to say. People have tried to talk about it by having vampire stories. I just saw one the other day about, uh, you know, a vampire on an airplane called Blood Red Sky. And, um, no, I mean, I have no comment. I mean, it was, you know, entertaining up to a, a point and, you know, it didn't quite work, but I was, I was happy to, you know, to, to be there watching the spectacle. So, you know, I don't really have any, I really just would rather say what, when something works and it's good and tell you it worked like that Mads Mickelson thing. This doesn't work like that. It kind of goes on, and, you know, there's a few things that got me irritated. But, you know, I was very glad to have something to try to take my mind off this stuff. I was, you know, happy to see just a, a nice vampire movie of uh, terrorists and vampires at, you know, 35,000 feet on a big jumbo jet. That, that, was, that was worth the cost of admission. So, yeah, I'm glad I saw it. I can't remember where I saw it, but, you know, I'm kind of like, 
I'll just take anything that works. And, um, you know, different people have different visions of what they're going to do. I don't know. I'm kind of losing my, um, I don't really care. I care more that, that, you know, original voices are not pulling punches than I do about, you know, whether it's superlative writing or whether it's superlative, you know, editing or music. I mean, I love all that stuff when it all works, but without, it's always going to be really for me about story. And most stories are not, are not well written. So it's, it's always going to be a disappointment if I, if I take that tack, but if I take another tack, like I'll take what works out of this and what doesn't and leave the rest makes it a much more pleasant experience. So I, I don't want to sit there critiquing it while I'm watching it and go, Oh, look, did you see that? Did you? I'd rather just watch it. And heck with it. What I do is I do a completely crazy off the wall film like girl next, which is, you know, completely controversial. And I think, I think I understand why. Um, but it shouldn't be, but it is, you know, in the sense of, uh, I, I don't, I'm not really, you know, I can't really articulate it. What, you know, pisses off some people, but they, they, you know, let's just put it this way. I basically, you know, had like, you know, almost, you know, thank God I didn't direct it. So I don't get all the heat, <laughs> but you know, on some some of the negatives, it's almost like they want to kill us. In fact, my our great producer Loris, who is a, a European guy, lives in Europe, and he he was here for the Girl Next production. But we worked together, and he uh, he was saying about one one kind of troll that we had, or one guy that, that wanted to say something about the film. He said the vibe I got off that was like a psycho killer vibe. You know, that, 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 that's what I see. When I look at other films that, you know, to see how they're being treated and stuff, you know, in the negative and the positive, because we get a lot of positive, I'd say it's, it's, it's tipped to the positive pretty much. But when they're negative, they're like, it's almost like not only is everything really bad, every single thing you can, every category, check mark, bad, 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 bad. You know, bad acting, bad writing, bad directing, bad this, bad that, bad music, bad venom. It looks like some kind of amateur hour, you know, like my, I'm waiting for the next one to be like, they look like they shot this on iPhones or something, you know. And, you know, not only do they do they go there, but then they get into personal. Like the last couple I've seen, they, they made personal attacks like, oh, now I see this guy. Yeah, yeah, that's you know what I mean? And they, they then suddenly it comes out that it's been a personal attack using the movie. And it's um, the spirit I get is murder. You know, whether they want to, to, to insult us to the point where we commit suicide or whether they are just keep coming and, and basically, you know, shoot us. I mean, I, I actually get that. And I don't see that elsewhere. It's like if someone doesn't like it, it's like, ah, I didn't really care, blah, blah, I didn't like this, or I didn't like that, you know, two stars, whatever, you know, end of it. But this gets personal. The the girl next causes really deeply personal, vindictive, you know what, I'll tell you what the vibe is. The vibe is like vengeance. Like they're taking vengeance. And I've seen this a few times, and I've wondered about it. And then when, when our producer that doesn't really deal with stuff like that chimed in and said, this vibe is the vibe of like a, a serial killer or, or some kind of murderer. 
I was like, okay, so that now is clearing it up a little bit. Well, you can't hide, you know, the spirit behind it. I mean, you know, it's, it is what it, you know, it is what it is. It's a completely anomalous thing. I'm very, very, very proud that we that we survived it, that we made it, and that it was made it was such a high level. But the latest thing is, you know, is is you know attacking us because we didn't have, you know, all the music we have in there is licensed music and all done by professional people, including myself, a couple of tracks. But but then then that's that then that's evil and awful and horrible and terrible. Where I mean I am I am at the you know a pro level and we, the, everyone knows that. You know I'm, I'm I haven't made much of a career. I'm not attempting to do a career. I do my music for for you guys for this uh, for this show. But I'm every bit as qualified as anybody else. In fact, I'm working with an award-winning composer right now on a song, and he he and I are collabing away. So, yeah, you know, and plus, plus uh, I've also collabed with, uh, you know, um, Grammy, you know, winners and all that. And so it's like, you know, I, I, it's that same vibe that was back in my early years. The same vibe as gang stalking. And... Where do they come from? You know, what what triggers them into such hatred? I mean, it's not just hatred like, you know, jealousy or you know, you're not, you know, you're 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 not a, a studio thing so I get to slam you or it's none of that stuff, you know what I mean? It's not it's not it's it's like this personal vendetta that you've done something wrong to them and they're using this excuse to come after you personally. It's kind of what it feels like. That having said that, I just kind of tend to stay away because I don't, I don't care, you know. And then when there's good reviews, you know, most of those have been uh, very incisive and very, very uh, intelligent. I was pretty surprised at the, the 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 bulk of them that we have. So many that are, that really rec- recall things and and even pose questions that I hadn't thought of. And there's it's like the opposite. It's like a really what you really want out of uh, reviews, like, no, not just I liked it. That's no good. But I liked it because of X, Y, and Z, or this happened or that happened, or I could relate to it. But it really, there's a, you know, there's definitely a spiritual war going on. And, and you, you can see it. And so I'm, I'm happy that they're mad. <laughs> you know, um, when we made it, we had a lot of opposition too from just about everyone. And uh, we just kept praying every day. You know what I mean? We just kept praying to get through it. And who knows? Maybe one day we'll, we're going to do a, a big biblical epic at some point, maybe, you know, something like that. And uh, we've been talking about it. And, you know, maybe that's where this path leads. You know, I see how, how, how popular The Chosen has been. I think we could, you know, we could, we could easily match that, I would think. I like the feature film format. I'm not really into the the the, the uh, series of shows. I like it all done in you know, if it's a big epic, you know, two two and a half hours max. I love stuff like that with a little intermission. But yeah, I think something like that's in the future. I think we're well qualified to do it. And um, I'm not sure what story it would be, 
but it would definitely be, you know, it's always going to be about Christ. And uh, I, you know what it may be, folks? It may be the fact that um, I'm publicly professing, you know, in Christ, because as I said, back in those days where I'm just being, you know, attacked by these gang stalkers or these so-called friends that, you know, put a knife in your back because you're, you're, you're reluctant to just become their slave or whatever, you know, nobody gave, a, you know, a rat's ass about me, but God did. And that's, you know, basically, you know, my story. But see, that right there in their mind is like not cheating, but it's, it's, it's like murder to them. It's like, you know, it's like stealing something from them or, you know, doing something uh, to them. It's like my cinematographer I had for two films, you know, wouldn't talk to me again after Christ. I mean, you know, that's it. You know, cut off like, like they're doing with the jabbed and unjabbed. You know, if you haven't been jabbed, oh, don't talk to me again. People being kicked out of their families for the jab. It's that's the kind of ang- the kind of anger that like like that, that Trump elicited. You know that sort of irrational anger, that sort of Trump derangement syndrome. That's kind of how it is. So you guys, if you have something positive to say about Girl Next, please get out there and say it. You know, uh, because most people that that like the movie and they watch it, they like it, they get it, they you know. Uh, all that they they they're satisfied with. They don't go out and write a review, but if if you know if it triggers them in some way, you know what I mean. With a spiritual battle, they are certainly going to write you know the negative. So, but you know, on that score, I would say we have a really great trailer of it. And if you like the trailer, you're you're still going to like the movie. It's, there's nothing dishonest. The other thing that Larry, our the great director Larry Wade Carroll, said to me was. He told me that, uh, you know, we made an honest film. That's the way he put it. And, uh, you know, we were just basically being, you know, honest. We didn't try to trick anybody. We didn't try to be anything that we weren't, you know. Um, and, and you know, we just, you know, we, it was an unusual screenplay, you know, unusual story, you know, but, but it was all always intentional. It wasn't just vanity because it was, me and producer Mike cooked up the story, and then Larry had some influence on the story too. You know, before we ever got going, we were very conscientious that okay, this is what we really want to do, and you know, it was, it was all professional all the way down the line. There's nothing amateur about the the, the story process, and um, you know. But what I mean by honest is, you you know, the, there are things that happen, things people say. Like, for example, the drama between um, Misha and Heinrich, uh, you, you know, they have this, like, ongoing problem that, that uh, she doesn't feel loved. Of course, there's a secret about her and that he, he likes the girls and, and he's with her and there's a problem. She, you know, and she's kind of like, in a sense, you know, very sympathetic, very upsetting kind of character. And then, you know, at the same time, uh, you, you know, and she's expressing herself, you know, in those ways. And they're yelling at each other about their relationships. There's a lot of drama there, a lot of truth. And then she's cutting herself because she doesn't feel she's as good as a, a, a woman. And, and I, I won't go into that. But then you see her kind of psychopathically inviting a guy in to his death. You know what I mean? To sadistically kill him. And, and so then there's that side. 
And so you see what we're used to in America is like someone's bad. They're just like a psycho killer. There's not like a good side or there's, you know, like you, you feel like you wish it could work out with her. You, you wish she would, would heal. You know, you wish she would, right? You kind of understand her at a deeper level because there's honest stuff in there. And I think that's what he means. I think that kind of stuff pushes people's buttons. They don't want that kind, you know, that there's in European films, there's, there's more of that kind of honesty than there is in America. In America, it's mainly entertainment. You know, this is entertainment too, but you get into drama, you know, between characters, which then makes it more real or more honest. You know, they, they say something about their childhood or they say, you know what I mean? They're just behaving in a more real way. So there's, there is, there is that. No one's really commented much about that in reviews, but there's also the whole idea of the, the you know, the, the power mad uh, Heinrich going after wanting to control or, or have a big influence over the quantum realm, which is also the realm of death, and then being, you know, then not being able to truly program this next Sophia doll, you know, Lori, and he can't program her. He then and then there's this like love thing going on between them. And so it's it's this whole kind of, but that's you know I, I that to me that's all delightful and all that stuff that people make people uncomfortable. I I I enjoy all that. I I like to see that. That was one of the things about that Mad Mickelson movie. You know the idea that uh, there are these really quirky characters that all kind of learn to get along with each other, even though they were all flawed and mental patients and you know messed up people. So. Anyway, yeah, like I said, European. But th- that's where it may differ. But see, that's the whole idea of an indie film. It's not supposed to be like a studio picture to me. Is like it's all about, you know, broad truths, you know, broad spectrum, you know, to entertain as many people as possible because the bill is always high on these movies. So anyway, I, I think there's room for, for our voice. You know, we all kind of spoke with one voice and... And, um, you know, but it, it, again, there is this weird, like, vitriol. And it, it hasn't turned into anything. There's been no stalking or anything. But it's like, it's like this vibe of, you know, how dare you make that movie? You know, something to that effect. I'm just going to slam the fuck out of it. You know, look at ew, ew, bad, 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 everything bad. You know, this is, uh, you know, the, the, the total amateur hour. Should have ever been even, you know, me, 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 you know, like that. And they said, that's, but that's not what worries us. What, what worries us is when something like that comes with this huge spiritual attack that affects your health, that affects your mind, that affects like a lot of events in your life as well. It's like a wave and it hits everything. You know, it hits all over the place. And, uh, you know, uh, so that's, that's you know, in other words, that's somebody throwing a curse or doing, you know, doing something like that. So that's, you know, and that can happen, but I've, I haven't paid much attention to it because, like I said, there's so many really, you know, positive people that, you know, new friends, let's say, that... Uh, have been, you know, supportive of of our uh, dramatic effort. It was a courageous effort, I would say, because, you know, taking a risk of doing something different and doing something a bit revealing, you know. And then, and then the next thing, you know, the next one, Quantum Devil, is even more, 
um, takes a, you know a few more steps into the you know quantum realm and into human greed and you know different kinds of things. But it's 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 more it's not as honest. It's 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 a little more of an entertainment and not as much of a um, you know a unique thing. You know what I mean? It is unique, but I mean it's a little more of a not more tame because it's kind of, it's pretty wild. But it's more. Uh, I don't think it's really hard to compare them. They're all, they're both intertwined now, story wise. You know, with this this quantum realm. Yeah, Girl Next was very unique and very special. And talking to Larry yesterday, he said, "You know, I'm not I'm not I wouldn't change one frame of that film or one thing, nothing." And I agree, I wouldn't change anything either. It was just this like raw, honest, true thing that we're never going to have another chance to do something like that again. That's that. That's that raw. That's that. You know, uh, unique and 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 that's fine. It's not like I'm yearning for another chance. It's like it was a very special experience, and uh, also was a special experience in proving our faith. And I, I guess the biggest challenge of it all was post production and trying to keep the faith while being disappointed over different mistakes that were made and things people did or didn't do and, you know, having to eat, go through each challenge and, 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 and meet it. And we did. So it was a really, you know, great experience, great, great experience all the way around. Uh, but like I say, that kind of honesty, that kind of like invest up. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's around, you know, down the road because people like what it's got very high rewatchability kind of like society did. So I, I think it'll be around, you know, just if for no other reason, to be able to connect with these characters, you know, because a lot of times I watch these movies, I don't really connect with the characters. I kind of, I'm watching, it's almost like there's a little wall there. And every once in a while, I, I really identify or I connect. And when that happens, then it's special. Then then that's when the, you know, and there's, and there's I kind of did that with the uh, Mads Mikkelsen thing, Riders of Justice, and uh, not with the vampire movie, not with the, you know, other things I've seen lately, but every once in a while. You know, someone takes a risk. Well, a risk at not being liked, a risk at, you know, doing something unusual, a risk at, uh, you know, alienated some portion of the audience, you know, but taking those risks anyway and being honest about it rather than, oh, I better pull this punch because these people may be, you know, offended or those people may be offended or this might be offended or that might be offended. Now, when I write it, in novel form, uh, I don't pull any punches at all. And so that's, that's another thing. That's a kind of a long haul, but yeah, that's, that's, I've got a couple of book projects, you know, in mind too. And, uh, we'll be selling those probably through, uh, crazed house through that portal. And, um, and you know, one of them may be made into a film. I think glass backwards possibly could, but I'm not sure, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, for something to happen, a lot of things have to kind of come together, you know what I mean? And so it's, it's, we're just going to have to see, you know, how things go, but yeah, we've got a couple other things in the, in the hopper for, for next after quantum devil and then quantum devil will be coming out next. So I hope you all, uh, like that one. I have a feeling that, uh, that, uh, you you know, it, it, it won't be. It's, it's, well, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I have a feeling it will really be liked quite a lot. 
And then I know what's going to happen. It's like what, what happens with me when I watch it. My feeling is I want more. I want to see the next uh, thing that happens. So that's the only negative. And it's like, well, then we better get off our butts and make that. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's easier to film it as a TV series than that. But I hate getting 45 minutes of something and then, okay, that's it for two weeks. That's all I have to say about that. Um, it's clear to me that they, they want Christians or anyone that has anything to do with Christ segregated off into some world called Christian films. And um, that is ridiculous. That's that kind of you know leftist segregation, Marxist, neo-Marxist segregation that I hate. So hell no, I'm not going into the Christian film business. You know, I have my faith. And if I want to make a film, I, I will. I'm, I don't have to be partitioned off like a leper. And they want to do it, you know, and I know there's that pressure out there. You know, like, ew, you're not, you know, completely politically correct. I can't hang out with you because they might find out that, you know, you're a Jesus freak or something. That's like a white supremacist. You know, that's the kind of shit you get from dumb fucking people. I'm sorry to cuss, stop it. From dumb people, dumbest of the dumb, dummy, dumb, 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 dumb people exist in entertainment. Maybe the dumbest people of all time. Right? Because you tell them what to do and then they do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's just, you know, there just aren't that many people. And, you, you know, anyway, they, yeah, they made sure we understood that, uh, you know, <clears throat> when we were praying on the set, that they were objecting to it. <laughs> They were objecting to it. Uh, and, the, and, and, you know, that's really the, I think that's the dividing line right there. But then, if I don't deny the Spirit of God, just imagine the inspiration on that movie. Think what the movie would be like. If I accept the Spirit of God full on, you know, it's going to affect the film. So that's why I think it's a little bit of a lightning rod. People aren't, don't know how to make it because it's got depravity and, you know, perversion and, you know, drugs and all kinds of things like that and guns and, you know. But then again, it's got this spirit thing happening. So it's like, what are you going to do? And yet it's not literal. So what category are we going to put it? Well, you can't put it in Christian films. You know, my book, Lamb, was kicked out of the Christian, uh, you know, world of, of, that would make a good film, a big film, you know, big, you know, maybe a multiple series film, but that one got kicked out. Why? I understand because there were two girls having lesbian sex in a pool. That was it. Boom. Let's see you next time. God bless you. Listen, I just want a little personal note just to end. You know, I do thank you for the you know all the years of being uh, being there. I am going to try my best to really, you know, really want to straighten myself up a little bit. I, I've been such a wild person 
in turn, I think the reason why, you know, sometimes, you know, my tongue is flying and then I've, I regret that. Um, I think that the, the, the reason why is just because of being suppressed and sequestered for so much of my life that, that I, I so relish the freedom to be able to, you know, to speak and to, to, um, you know, elucidate ideas and, and concepts and, 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 you know, or, or report on things, uh, that I really, I really revere it. I, I really consider it, you know, a sacred, you know, honor, sacred duty to try to do this as best as I can, because let's face it, it's like at a time like this, you need the Zeph report, right? And that's why you're seeing me a little bit more now, because, you know, we, we just need all the, you know, we just need this conversation to be going on and on and on, no matter where it's coming from. Because it's, um, we know it's all about Christ. We, we understand, but, but that's, that's a platitude. We, 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 what we know is we know it's not about us. I suppose that's a better way of putting it. We know there is a God because we're, we're not dumb. We know that that God expects things of us because we're not dumb, but, but also is, 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 is also a way of truth, is the way, is the only way, the, is, is all truth, is all way, meaning there is a way, but you know it's objectionable to the worlders. And then, of course, but without being on truth and way, then you have no life. Life everlasting is the, the thing that in our instincts we go for. And I do believe the reason that they try to shut that door and ultimately... You know, and it's it's not just, you know, those who are like sold out to Jesus. It's anything that might lead there too. Like a soul sir, you know, someone seeking or anything like that. You know, it's, someone not happy with the way things are would be a, another person they might lean on very hard because all of this, you know, anything that would lead to that way, that way out, is one more they lose. See? And they lose, and they're going to lose because really they just want to take as many souls with them as they can. But you've seen how the best and the brightest of humans see, the even on their deathbeds, the air, they see that God is real. They see that Jesus is real. They see that heaven is real. They see that hell is real. Nobody says, you know, it, it would be, you know, like forever and ever, that's a state. But, it, you know, so one guy said that it would it goes on for you know, um, a certain amount of years. I don't put any time on it. What I like to say to people is this. In this world, you know, you may think there's no consequences to doing all the bad things you do, but there are consequences to how you've lived your life. You know, this life has consequences. At the end, I know that. And I know, don't need to wait till I get to my deathbed, which is sooner than a lot of yours. I don't need to wait till I get to my deathbed to figure that out. Because, boy, what a horrible thing that is to not know where you stand, to know there's a hell, to know there's a heaven, to know that it was all true, that you just suppressed it because you were getting props, you were getting money. If you would teach people that there is no God, you were getting lots and lots of kudos. You probably had a professorship. To get to the end of your life and realize you were wrong and you have no chance to correct it with all those souls you ruined, with all those lives you ruined. 
Yikes. That would be pretty hard. I'd be saying, okay, Lord, put me in hell because I can't redeem myself because look at all the people I hurt. Look at all the people I told that they could live the way they wanted. There are no consequences. Look what I've done. There is no redemption for me. I crossed the line. And now, at long last, I see the error of my ways, and I'm, I am sorry. Now, what a lot of these guys don't realize is that a repentance at any point, even then, would be, a, would be valid. There is still a chance for them. But you see, they not that they reject it, but they feel they don't deserve it. They don't understand that none of us deserve it. They, don't, they haven't been through those arguments. They just are like, yeah, I deserve it. Look what I've done. And in their mind, they can't be redeemed. And so they say, Lord, I know you're there. I realize it's all real now. They wanted me to say it wasn't. They wanted me to, to you know, they gave me a lot of perks. Lord, it's all real, and I've done so many bad things. I've led so many souls to hell that I feel I don't deserve anything but just darkness and pain forever. So I, you see what I mean? And so you need somebody at that deathbed that can say, just make that a confession. You did this, you did that, you led them astray. You did this, you did that, you did that, you did this. And then don't judge. Lord, if you're real, please save me. Lord, if you're real, I'm sorry. I, I was wrong. I, 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 if I could have six more months of life, I'd go back out there and tell the whole world that I lied because I was getting money, because everybody knew my name, because I was famous. But now I realize I've, I've fooled them all. But I didn't fool you, did I? I see that's you're real, and that this hell thing is real, and that this heaven thing is real, and that's not what we thought it was. It's something else, but it's and with that, um, I think that will be. That will be about it. I'll see you next time.